Welcome to Tucumcari First Assembly's podcast. Now open your hearts to be changed by the Word of God. So we're continuing our series breakthrough this week. Welcome. And thank you. <laughs> I get to be joined by Gail today, and that's always a treat. So we're going to do this together. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. We're continuing our series breakthrough. And as we've been kind of thinking about this idea of breakthrough, kind of exchanging one thing for something better, um, some of our past gift exchange <laughs> stories have just come to mind. Yes, they have. In fact, just this last Christmas, uh -huh. I had what I thought was the perfect Christmas gift yeah. for Gail. Yes. Like, I talked to so many people. Like, I talked to so friends. I've talked to Amber, right, our daughter, who I would have thought for sure would have known. I'm like, hey, is this a good idea? And everybody was like, whoa, that is such an awesome idea. Yeah. And then and I... It, it was a good idea. And, and it was hard to find. I searched high and low, right? It was, it was out of stock almost everywhere, uh -huh. right? Yes. And then I finally found it, and I found it at a store, and a friend was going to that town. I was going to have them pick it up, the whole thing. Right, I had this thing nailed. Yes. I got yes. it done. And let me just say, when I opened it on Christmas morning, I was definitely surprised. <laughs> I was, because I'm not that great of a gift giver. It, it's an incredible gift. It well, was incredible. So it was this like fancy, elaborate... You called it a hair appliance. Hair appliance. What is that? Guys, it did all the things. It's ahead of its time. It's something you would have seen in the Jetsons. The Jetsons would have had yes, one of these. Yes, yes. Well, we didn't have one at our house. <laughs> we didn't. We thought you needed one, yeah. and then... After a lot of contemplation and the big surprise of opening it, I decided to exchange it. Exchange it. <laughs> See, in our world, when you give a gift at our house, you have to attach the receipt <laughs> Because probably we're going to exchange it. I mean, sometimes it's the wrong size. Even if we pick it out. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to end up exchanging it for whatever reason. That's right. You know, sometimes it just doesn't fit. Yeah. Sometimes it's the wrong size. Color. Sometimes you picked it out online and when it gets there, it's just different than you expected. Or I've done a lot of research and found something better. Yes, yes, because Derek can get more information than needed oh, for yeah. pretty much any purchase. Any purchase. Yeah. Any, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get bogged down in the details. But that story of exchange, along with a lot of other experiences of us exchanging, really kind of makes us think about this idea of breakthrough. Absolutely. Where whether your life is in a really bad place or if things are going pretty good, either way, what God has for us is better. And he wants breakthroughs for us in yeah. every area of our lives yeah. to um, break through to the next level. That's right. And so that kind of brings us to like the foundation scripture for this, for this series. Yeah, we've been in Isaiah chapter 60, and starting in verse 17, and it says this. It says, instead of bronze, I will bring you gold and silver in place of iron. Instead of wood, I will bring you bronze and iron in place of stones. 
Yeah, so all of the first things are good. Yeah. They all offer strength. They yes. all have their purpose. That's right. But everything that God wants to replace it with is better. Better and way more valuable. That's what I'm looking at. Yes, better, <laughs> more valuable, harder to come by. Yes. And just a better resource. Mm -hmm. And I that's how God is for everything in our life. He wants our marriages to be stronger. Yeah. He wants our families to be more um, healthy functioning. Yes. He wants our finances to be more blessed. He wants us to thrive more in the workplace. His just, plan. His plan's always his better. His plan right? always is better. always better. And That's so it. it's just one, it's a really encouraging verse for me. And I've, I've loved looking at it through this series. But what's it go on to say? It says, I will make your, I will make peace your governor and well-being your ruler I no longer, no longer will violence be heard in your land, nor ruin or destruction within your borders. If there was ever a time we needed a verse from Scripture that says that, we need it right now. Yes, right? yes. Our world and our country, we need peace. And I just love this promise that I will make peace your governor. Yes. What if peace really did like govern? What if peace really was like the foundation of every decision, of every conversation? Of We just kind of came out of a political season where <laughs> there ever? was an absence of peace. There sure was on and all sides. Yes, yes. That's it. And so our world could just use more peace. And that's what God's plan for us is he wants to break through and give us peace well and that stability that he offers right yeah he, when we when we lean on him when we trust in him he gives us stability where mm -hmm. there was none mm -hmm. where everything is like really searching where yeah. everyone is wondering where yeah. we have stability in him and then it, it says what? Your favorite part? Yeah. Mine too, the <laughs> <Yeah>. whole verse. <laughs> My favorite part of the verse where we're going to kind of concentrate today says, but you will call your walls salvation and your gates praise. So before we talk about what it's like for walls to be salvation and gates to be praise, we want to talk about what it's like to be stuck. Because feeling stuck is one of the worst <clears throat> feelings ever. Yep. So you can be like physically stuck, okay? Um you can be physically stuck, but also there's like this feeling of being stuck where you almost feel like you're a victim of your circumstances and yes. there is no way out. Or maybe you feel like that things are always going to be the same and there, there's no option to escape it. You're just stuck. Yep. Okay. Well, Derek and I have a fun story about one time when we were literally stuck yep. um, in a not so dry river bottom. This was a long time ago. We didn't have children yet. Uh -huh. We hadn't been married very long, in no. fact. And it was 4th of July weekend. Yes. We lived in Roswell, America. Yes. And we, we, we just jumped in with these people. Some of our best friends, Jonathan and Sandy, uh -huh. had friends that lived there in Roswell uh -huh. named Chris and Mary. Hi, Chris and Mary. <laughs> I don't know if they're watching. I kind of <laughs> doubt it. But hi, Chris and Mary. But Jonathan and Sandy will tag you with this. <laughs> but, and we didn't. Know this couple that we were jumping in with. No, we and, met them that night. And this trip was not well planned. Not at all. We didn't even have snacks. No, all we had was like we have kids a car, yet. which was a pickup, gas, and fireworks. Not that's, our vehicle. That's theirs. all we had. Yes, it was we, their vehicle. We jumped in their truck, just in the backseat of their pickup, and we were just like, okay. Along for the ride. Wherever you take us this is where we're going. Yeah. And we ended up outside of town at the Pecos River. Yes. And um, 
when we got there, there were there were other people there kind of hanging out, people barbecuing. This is when we're rethinking our plan. Like, why didn't we bring food? Why aren't we tailgating? Like, That's right. We're rethinking this plan. Then everyone starts to clear out. It's yeah, dark. Yeah, like 11 o'clock at and night. since we're there, our driver decides, you know what? He, he had more trust in his vehicle than he should have or we did. <laughs> He decides before we leave, we should like go for a little. Yeah, we're gonna ride. do some donuts, have a little joyride. Yes, yes. It's Fourth of July. You gotta celebrate. Yeah. So he dives down into what he thinks is a dry river bottom. It wasn't dry, you guys. <laughs> it wasn't. The top had a dry crust. That was it. And we got stuck. We sunk that pickup yeah. in the mud. Tell them how bad it was. It was literally to the frame. I mean, the truck was sitting. On the frame, in the mud. Yes. We're going nowhere. Yes. It's so hot. It's 4th of July. <laughs> yeah. It's hot. The mosquitoes. The mosquitoes. Dude, they could stand flat-footed to kiss a tom turkey on the lips. They were big mosquitoes. <laughs> yes, yes. It was crazy. Well, we also had nothing to dig ourselves out with. Nothing. And so we tried rocks, our hands. We're covered in mud at this point, all of us. Remember covering each other in mud to stop the mosquitoes from biting us? <laughs> it was, guys... <laughs> Like, we can laugh about it now. It took a long time. And can I just say that, that you and I and Jonathan and Sandy were in a different frame of mind than Chris and Mary. Yeah. We were frustrated, but it wasn't our vehicle. No. We didn't care. No. They were frustrated to the point where they were expressing their frustration in a lot of four-letter words. <laughs> they used language I'd never even heard. Yeah. So... Anytime you're stuck, <laughs> frustration mounts quickly. And that was definitely us and especially them in this circumstance. Yep. And one of the things that's kind of ironic to me about this is <laughs> Satan uses this strategy. Same thing. For, to make us feel stuck. Yep. And one of the ways he does it is he lies to us about our circumstances, about who we are, saying, you'll never change. You've always been like this. You'll always be like this. Yeah. Or your circumstances are never going to get better. It's You're just stuck it like this. can't change. It's not going to. Yeah, all those things. And it really is a horrible feeling because you feel like you don't have the tools and the resources. Like we didn't have the shovel. Nope. We didn't have anyone to pull us out. No winch. No, we needed those things. And it can feel like we don't have the tools to get it um to get free from being stuck. That's right. Who was it? A few years ago, we heard we heard Pastor Jimmy Evans talk about um, photographic thinking, right? Mm -hmm. And and there's there, like there's in a photograph. A photograph is a it's a captured moment of time. It's it's yeah. the the capturing of light. It's that moment. Mm -hmm. And photographs don't lie. It's what was being seen. Yeah. And so what happens is is the enemy comes along. And he gets us to kind of photograph those things in our life. Yeah. Like it's it's going to always be like this. Yes. And so we dwell on that. And we think that it's never, ever going to change. Mm -hmm. And that, that feeling of being stuck is just kind of permanent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we continue to look at the photograph yes. that we've taken in our mind. Yeah. I like the idea better, and he taught this, of of prophetic thinking. Mm -hmm. Prophetic thinking is where where God is full of hope. He has hope for us. He has yes. encouragement for us. Yes. He has possibility for us. And then he gives us the opportunity to exchange that photograph, that, yeah. that stuck moment, yeah. for what he has for us is the better. That breakthrough yes. that we've been talking about. Yeah. And and it, it again, it's it's that it's gold. His gold for our bronze, yes. right? It's his silver for our stones. Yeah. It's 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 his hope for our despair. It's 
it's those things. When we're depressed, he has joy for us, mm-hmm. right? And a life of that, not a moment, but a life of that ahead for us. Yeah. And I, I just love that, that imagery, that thinking, I, yeah. that picture. I, I do love it. And so the opposite, so sometimes our walls can make us feel stuck. So this verse references our walls being called salvation. Well, walls can really fulfill a couple of different um, things. They can be limitations or they can be strength. And God really wants our walls to be our strength and not to see them as limitations. So when we shift from that photographic thinking, things will never change, it's always going to be like this, to prophetic thinking, with God, anything is possible. Yes. God makes all things new. When we make that shift, it really does change our walls from being limitations to being strength. Well, and not being stuck opens the door for that. Us feeling that way. We've got to have... Hope-filled thoughts. We got yes. in order to move forward. Yeah. So Satan, he would like for us to believe that our walls are anything but salvation. Satan would love for us to believe that your wall is hurt mm-hmm. and that you'll never escape the pain of your past. Or Satan wants you to think that your walls are despair and that no good thing ever happens to me. Good things happen to other people. They're lucky. They're fortunate. They're blessed. But nothing good ever happens to me. Yep. Satan would like for us to believe that, but it's not true. That's right. In the Bible, verse 18 right here, the verse says, you will call your walls salvation. We are not stuck behind these limits of whatever wall of hurt or despair or anything else. We're not stuck behind there. God offers us salvation, and he wants to redeem and rescue whatever our walls used to be called, that destruction, that pride, fear, comparison, loneliness, isolation, Whatever it is, God wants to rescue us from that. And so I love the idea that my walls are called salvation and not any other label that me or anyone else wants to stick on my walls. My walls are salvation. But the next part might be my favorite because it kind of puts action to my feet. It gives me something I can do. And it says... It's a big part of breakthrough. It's a big part of breakthrough. So it's not only your walls are called salvation, but also your gates, uh, call your gates praise. Yes. And I just, as a a doer, as a list person, I just (laughs) love having something that I can do. I'm not stuck. There is something I can do. Besides shifting my perspective, there's also something I can do. So um, we know that walls are important because they offer us like security and structure and strength. But what does a gate do? A gate lets things in that need to come in and lets things out that need to go out. That's right. And so when we choose to praise, it's giving an opportunity for the Lord to um, encourage us to let go of those things. Like maybe an attitude we've been hanging on to for too long. Or maybe replaying a conversation over and over in our minds. Yes. God, God whispers to us and gives us an opportunity to let go of those things that need to leave, but also let in those things that need to come in, like the truth of who we are. Yes. Or maybe it's, you know, God gives us new strength or joy for the journey that's ahead. That's right. And so not only don't believe the lies of what the walls were, but also... Um, Embrace praise and let it be a gate to let things in and let things out. Yeah, you can't you can't just allow walls, the walls in your life, right, to, to serve as something that keeps you all safe and tidy and secure. Yeah. But also we, we have to see them as God brings strength to us by by allowing some some safety to be there. But 
He puts those gates in our life mm -hmm. in order to take out what we need to remove, mm -hmm. let in what needs to come, right? Yeah. And, and he wants to bring to us that breakthrough that we're needing. Yeah. If we're ever going to move from where we are to where God has for us, mm -hmm. there's going to have to be some action on our part. Yeah. Right? And that's what that's about. And, and God, God's voice is never more clear when we shut out the noise, right? And we yeah. focus on him and allow that praise of our lips, mm -hmm. right, to, to really go forth. Because when he does that, we let go of those things that we had. Mm -hmm. and we step into the new. Yeah. yeah. We really step into the new. So I like that definition of praise, of, you know, shutting out the noise and focusing on um, God and his goodness. I like that definition better than us just thinking that it's corporate worship. Or better than us just thinking that praise is, you know, listen, jamming out at home to your favorite like worship playlist or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's it it is those things, but it's also uh, intentional shutting out other voices and focusing on the Lord Absolutely. and talking about His goodness and remembering His generosity and how faithful He's been. Well, and how encouraging that is when we have friends and people around us that talk about those things mm -hmm. rather than. All the, the areas of life where they're stuck. Yeah. Let's face it. 2020, well, we're just coming, we're coming out of 2020. Uh -huh. 2020 was a kind of a stuck feeling for yeah. everybody. Yeah. And, and I think part of the issue is we need to be really encouraging about we're not stuck. Yes. We, we are moving forward. Yeah. Right. And, and the connection that we have with God, the connection we have with people, mm -hmm. it, it can't be limited by a, a thing or an event, a pandemic, any yeah. of those, those kind of things. But God has for us a preferred future for our lives mm -hmm. that he's opening for us every single day. Yeah. And, and it's it's so good. I, I, I found this this online yesterday, in fact, and I thought, I thought it was just so good. It's, it's, it's trying to hurt me by bringing up my past, which is that photographic thinking. Mm -hmm. And often we do this, mm -hmm. you know, we allow other people to, but more than other people, we allow, we do it to ourselves. That's right. But trying to hurt me by bringing up my past is like trying to rob my old house, the house I used to live in, yes. right? Like I don't live there anymore <laughs> yeah. and that's not now my stuff. That's, that's not right. my stuff. That's right. Like you, you can't hurt me by, by bringing up things of my past yes. because that's not my stuff anymore. It's not who you are. No, I've taken that out of the yeah. gate, right? Yeah. I've, I've, I've removed that from within the walls that yeah. God has for my life. Yeah. And I've lived, I'm living in a new existence now. Yeah. yeah. So and so um, whatever kind of area that you need breakthrough in, we just really want to encourage you today that you're not stuck, no. that God has good for you. And way back at the beginning of this series, we started talking about participation. Yes. That, you know, that's part of not being stuck is we get to participate in this. That's right. Like we talked about today one way is praise, but there's other ways that we participate also. That's right. One of those is, is having in ongoing encounters with God. Yeah. We have to have encounters with him. Those times where we meet with him, those yeah. times where we, we allow the mystery and the wonder of being connected to a God that's mm -hmm. in the universe out here. Right. But he's also in our hearts. Yeah. Allowing that to really move us forward in our yeah. life. But cause we'll, we'll never really, we'll never really trust him. Mm -hmm. We talked last week about trust, mm -hmm. how, how it's the trust of, of our lives 
with God. We, we actually trust him. Mm -hmm. That's what brings us forward in our relationship with him and allows those things, those details of our life yeah. where we actually activate faith and trust him rather than the circumstances of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Abraham and Isaac, right? Abraham yeah. takes his son Isaac up on the mountain. God tells him to do this. And it's, it's amazing yeah. because the story's really, I, I kind of always thought about it being a story of, well, can God trust Abraham? <laughs> yeah, well, me too. if you think about it, God knew whether he could trust Abraham or not. Yes. This wasn't about God trusting Abraham. It was about God showing Abraham that Abraham could trust Abraham. Yeah. That he could trust in, in the Lord, that, yeah. God, that God was going to provide. Yeah. Right? And, and God provided in that moment mm -hmm. the, the sacrifice, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it just opened, and it opens a whole new world for him. Yes. And, and the trust factor goes way up. And Abraham being the father of the, the nation, mm -hmm. right? That whole thing, every, every, we are, we're connected to others. Yeah. So as we put our trust and faith in him, right, it's just, it, it absolutely transforms not only our lives, yeah. but other people around us. So we got to participate. Yeah. we got to trust him, yeah. right? Yeah. We need those encounter moments in our life where yeah. it's truly going to have to, we depend on God and we're going to have an encounter with him. Yeah. And then when that takes place, Man, it's it's like the whole sky opens up mm -hmm. for us, mm -hmm. right? God really becomes close, yeah. And and our dependence upon Him is increased, and the breakthrough really happens. Mm -hmm. It really yeah. does. Yeah. So as we were kind of talking about walls and gates from Isaiah this week, mm -hmm. it was coincidence or not <laughs> that in my youth um, small group we we read about Nehemiah. And early on in the story of Nehemiah, Nehemiah asks one of his like family members, like, how are things back at the homeland? Yeah. How, how are our ancestors back there? And he gets the bad report that the walls are broken down and the gates have been burned. Yes. And this was devastating news to Nehemiah. Mm -hmm. But the report goes on to say, because the walls were broken down, and because the gates were burned, that the people were experiencing many problems and they were full of shame. That's right. And man, that was just such a picture to me of how in my own life and how I've witnessed as I've walked through things with friends that I'm close to, that man, when our walls are broken down, when we believe those lies about our walls being anything but salvation, many problems sneak in and we are full of shame. Mm -hmm. And when our gates are burned and we're not easily allowing God to let things in and take things out that need to come and go, that our lives are full of problems and full of shame. Mm -hmm. And so this morning, as we kind of wrap things up, we don't want to go without praying for you. Yes. We just believe that God wants to shift your perspective where your walls are not whatever the enemy has called them, but your walls are salvation. And the Lord wants to rescue you from like whatever your past or whatever your current situation is. And that you can participate by, you can participate through praise and those gates of praise We'll just allow God to minister to us, to change who we are. And so whatever circumstance you're in right now, whether you're on a high point or a low point, yeah. we believe that God has a breakthrough and even better in store for you. Absolutely. So would you pray with us? 
Lord God, we just thank you for your word, which is guiding and directing. We thank you, Father God, that you have good for us. You've already done so much for us and given us so much, but we believe, Lord, that you have good in store for us. So I ask, Lord, that you would stir hope in the hearts of the men and women and the families that are watching. I ask, Lord, that you would encourage them and that you would help them to be intentional about carving out time to work praise into their routines and their patterns so that you can change them in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening with us today. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash to or join us for service Sundays at nine or 11 a.m.